Hi, I'm Heather, Certified Transformational Life Coach and Meditation Instructor. And I'm Mary Catherine, a Certified Yoga Instructor and Truth Crusader. Welcome to The Naked Truth, a podcast for women who are ready to talk transparently about living this life as authentic women. Throw in the towel when it comes to pretending, covering up, and exhausting fake fronts and learn how to be and accept you. Each week and each season, we will discuss and break down topics that are profound, challenging, and mad real when it comes to the hearts of womankind from two women who passionately accept you right where you are. Because we've lived a little and we aren't afraid to share it. We're real, we're live, and we're women. Welcome to The Naked Truth. Hello, everybody. We are back. You are listening to The Naked Truth Podcast, Season 3, Episode 2. And my name is Heather. And my name is Mary Catherine. Welcome, listeners. We're so glad that you're here with us today. It's a fine Tuesday. And our theme this season is creating your year. It's making 2021 better than 2020. And last week, we went over a list, and we're still getting those in from people. We want you to send them to us, your 21 priorities, your 21 things for 2021. And Mary and I both shared those online. And this week, our topic is how to keep relationships real, how to keep relationships strong, even when you cannot connect physically this uh this this was a a pretty big deal for me I'm an extroverted person I love people and there's people uh, I have I have many different um variances of relationships meaning I I have co-working relationships I have um, relationships with my, you know, inner circle that are very close. I have more um, social type connections. I also am involved in a few groups outside and um, boards. And so I have professional style relationships. And when lockdown and quarantine came into effect in early 2020, that all ended. And it, it came to a screeching halt. And we, none of us have ever had a time when that has happened um, that quickly. And then it just continued on and on and on. And so quarantine for me, it brought out many confusing feelings. Like sometimes I would not know what to do with myself. I had all of this energy and all of the social type energy, but yet I, I, I wasn't longing to go out and be social with people. I just knew that, um, I, you know, my, my brain and my mental state and my emotional capacity was missing all of, all of this connecting that I've had my whole life and my normal ways of connecting uh, with the key relationships in my life, other than the people in my home 
And trust me, I know that the people that are in our home during quarantine, those relationships change too. Um, But the ways that I normally connected with people, they were not accessible to me anymore. They were not possible. So I felt disconnected. I felt off. I felt this kind of discontentededness. And we all were, we all partook in Zooming our families and coming up with, you know, quick responses as to how we could connect for Easter and for, you know, the holidays that were back upon us when we first started lockdown. But Zooming, Zooming was nice, don't get me wrong, but Zooming didn't always do the trick. Um, so in response, I think many of us, including me, we would just wait it out. We hoped that there would be some quote unquote back to normal um, hope for 2020. Um, and so when, while waiting it out, we disconnected and we didn't talk as much um, or we would just stay connected by Facebook or random text. Um, and then in the midst of my, you know, my struggle with this and really in the middle of it, I couldn't put my finger on exactly what this gnawing was about, but I really felt this kind of energy that I couldn't unleash. Uh, I ran into a very good friend um, through work and we talked about what we were each focusing and struggling with during all of this extra time during quarantine and like how we were coping and what surprised us. Maybe, you know, I've always been a reader as has she, and we were not reading as much during COVID. And we detected that that might be because reading was our release after a really long, busy day. And um, we still had long, busy days, but we were home and it wasn't, it didn't, reading didn't provide us the same type of respite that it did before. So that was just one analogy that we came up with or one theory, but her response to me, it was so clear cut and she seemed just so level about this. And she said, Heather, during this time, I am focusing on my relationships and I am taking stock of key relationships in my life. And that I'm making sure that I'm doing things each week to strengthen them and preserve them during this time. And she said, you know, if I don't have my relationships and if they're not strong, um, you know, that who, who am I? I? I need to be doing this. And it's and there are things that we can do differently. Um, and, she's, and she reminded me there are still things that you can do, even one on one or you can get creative. Um, they just have to be new. They're not going to be our old ways. So that really inspired me because she was right. And uh, it has become since then one of my quarantine crusades. And um, what I mean by that is I sat down and I routinely sit down and I take stock in my key relationships. So I list out you know, the, the people that are in my inner circle, my family, my extended family, my nieces, nephews, people, I brainstormed ways and kind of wrote down the people that I really, it was imperative that I stay connected to them during this because I didn't want to lose a year or a year and a half. And I thought about ways that I could continue to connect with them to make them feel special. And I committed to taking the lead on it. Uh, So I mapped out what I could do each week to focus on each of these relationships. And I shouldn't say each week because I don't focus on all of them the same week. You know, I'll look at, you know, 
I need, I need to call my mom more. I know she likes phone calls. I need to, you know, I want to, I want to stay close to my nieces and nephews. And I look, I brainstorm, how, how do they like to communicate? How can, what kinds of things can I send to them to make them feel, you know, closer to their aunt Heather? Um, And sometimes that means texting daily. Sometimes it means getting on media that I'm not used to being on, but that they like it and um, check in, play a game, um, sometimes it does mean Zoom meetings, Zoom cocktails, you know, doing something a little bit different with some music, um, FaceTimes. If somebody is close to you in proximity, we can walk together right now. We can go for walks. Even if they're not close in proximity, I'm willing to drive a couple hours to meet somebody to go on a, on a walk. Um, and then one-on-ones. We can meet with someone one-on-one, and if necessary, we can stay 30 feet away from them if they're comfortable. Um, so those are some things that I focus on, and I have a few few other things that I do want to talk about, but I want Mary to share what she's done with her relationships during lockdown and quarantine. Well, it's funny that you should bring up the Zoom um, aspect because that... Uh, as unfortunate as this last year has been with the pandemic and with the quarantine and being away from our friends and our loved ones and our family, if you have to find a silver lining in it all, I would think that one of those silver linings is that it's happening in a time where we are blessed with the technology to still be connected. Mm -hmm. Um, So to do, I mean, our, our family has done a zoom call um, for Christmas and for Thanksgiving and um, uh, for my aunt's birthday last year, Um, you know, depending on the size of your group, um, our family is very boisterous. Uh, Sometimes it's hard to hear everybody and that can be frustrating um, when, you know, you go into a zoom call, hoping to come away with the same love and connection that you would leave a family get together with, and you get off the call, just being frustrated because you had glitchy internet or whatnot. Um, you know, that, that can be a little rough, but at least you get to see those faces. At least you get to see those expressions and hear voices and at least feel some connection. Um, I have also, uh, I have a scripture study group that I participate in twice a year, and we normally will do a six-week study during Lent in the spring and a six-week study in the fall, and our spring study, I want to say that we had ended just before the pandemic hit, or right around that time, I think maybe we missed a few of the classes last spring, but of course we didn't do anything this fall. Um, because of everything that was that was going on. And earlier this year, just a few weeks ago, I was invited to join a online Bible study group with a wonderful group of ladies. And we have a Facebook group. We do a Zoom call once a week um, for those that can meet in person. They, they do that. Um, I'm not able to do that. So I participate in the Zoom calls. And we're able to share on our Facebook group different things that happen throughout the week, different things that we see or that we hear that God puts on our heart to share with each other. Uh, and it, it's, it's restored some of that spiritual connection for me that I have been lacking since I'm not able to meet with my in-person scripture study lady. So that, that has been, um, that's been nice. It's, uh, like I said, it's restored some of that spiritual connection and uh, camaraderie when it comes to 
studying scripture and um, feeling that connection with others. And that's something it, the, the lady that started it literally just <laughs> found this. She'd bought this book for herself about reading the Bible, the entire Bible in one year, which shameless plug is one of my 21 for 2021, mm-hmm. which is what drew me to this group. And she just put it out there. You know, if anybody would like to read this book along with me, let me know. She had like almost a hundred women respond yes so if if that's something that you that is on your heart that you'd like to start a little group um and it doesn't just have to be of course bible study it could be anything a weight loss group a fitness group uh, any type of uh common goal or uh common activity i think that we'd all be very surprised to know how many other ladies out there are jonesing for that connection okay real truth right here my dog is right next to me and he is cozying up on a giant um pile of crinkly bags so everybody (laughs) heard that say hi to charlie everyone this is real real time this is real time and we're (laughs) we're coming to you remotely and virtually so as as we've always said our recordings are not perfect and we don't go through and patch all of this up and edit and take out segments so there you go you got a little got a little alternative style hello to my charlie oh and you know heather too with the just the calling and touching base and checking in with people i think that we uh discount how much just a random text to somebody that you haven't talked to in a while means um i know that working from home as much as i've been over the past year you don't have the water cooler talk right you don't mm-hmm. you know you're not seeing your coworkers, and um working from home is just kind of a different mindset where it feels weird to be sitting in my kitchen um you know it, it took me a while to get used to that sitting in my kitchen talking to somebody else at work but now whenever I'm talking to another coworker, I always make it a point or at least I try to um ask them how they're doing you know, how how are you doing? Are you staying healthy? And uh, even that little, if it's a two or three minute exchange, mm-hmm. does a lot. Mm-hmm. Does a lot. Yes, it does. Um, some other things that I, Mary and I are going to kind of toggle back and forth now, but some other things that um, that just through experience and living this, because n- none of us had the answers as to how to best go about this, but you're going to find that different people have different comfort levels with all of this. Some people who, you know, Mary, Catherine, and I may be comfortable going for a walk, you know, outside. Some people are not. And that's okay. That That's okay. Some people would be comfortable with a distanced visit with a mask. And some people are not. They, they just are not. So, and then some people are ultra comfortable with things that, that, a lot of us wouldn't be. So we have to respect one another's, you know, comfort level and try to work with our relationships in, um, and cater to cater to their preferred form of communication as much as possible, as long as it fits into what you feel is safe. So does the person prefer a video call or a voice call, text messages, emails? Um, and really I, when you're looking at your relationships, like I said, when you, when you map out your relationships that you feel that you want to stay strongly connected to and you pick a few, um, 
talk, talk to them, ask them and let them know. I want, I want to talk to you more. I want to make sure that we're coming up with times to talk every week or every other week, whatever is reasonable and ask them what modes of communication are going to make them feel the most connected or what they would like. So I, I would say, and, and you know, the world of media right now, it makes having these communications um, work quite well and they're easy to implement and there's an option for every situation out there. Amen to that. Um, amen to that for sure. Um, because like you said, what we all have different love languages, right? And we all have different ways that we feel loved and that we feel connected. Um, I know one thing that I actually did at the very beginning of quarantine, um, this is probably back in April. I was feeling very, not only separated from everybody else due to quarantine, but geographically, where I live is somewhat separated from where most of my friends are. And I sent out little cards to a small group of friends just saying, you know, Hey, I miss you. Hope you're doing well. Can't wait to get together again. And I, I was very pleased with the response. I didn't do it for a response, Mm but um, it just really spoke to a lot of people. And that's why I is one of my 21 for 2021. I am sending one card out a month to a friend that um, I haven't talked to in a while or just something that I have on my heart that I want to share with them, um, which I actually sent that out this past week and um, mm-hmm. <laughs> got that done. Um, but I, I was just thinking about this and preparing for this episode. You know, when we talk about um, maintaining healthy relationships and, um, you know, what we can do to keep them strong and to keep connected with people, you know, one, one aspect of that, um, for example, when you think about, um, plants, when certain plants have branches that start to die or wither, you have to prune those away because if you don't prune them away, they start to erode the other aspects of that plant. And I, I've talked to quite a few people that over quarantine, they did some pruning of their own. And sometimes when we talk about keeping our relationship strong, maybe that also applies to pruning away the relationships that no longer serve us and that take love and energy and resources away from the relationships that we we need and the relationships that do serve us and the relationships that we want to give that love and energy and time to oh that Um, is a mic drop moment (laughs) that needed to be said because when when we talk about sitting down and evaluating our key relationships that goes hand in hand with that. It's not, not easy. Just, well, and you're not just thinking about, you know, okay, what relationships, you know, really, you know, re- are really important to me and what relationships, you know, do I need to make sure that I'm preserving and keeping them healthy and making sure that there's continued connections. But then you have to take a look at, okay, what else is going on in my life? Who am I hearing from? Who am I investing in that really I should 
I should make, I need to make some alterations here. I need to set Mm -hmm. some boundaries. So going back to, you know, if you have an assignment per se from this podcast episode, (laughs) and when you're looking at your, if you're wanting to improve your relationships and you're looking at your key relationships, part of that is looking at the relationships that you're spending time on right now that really need to be pruned, that really need to be cut back. Right on, right on. Um, Well, this is going to bring us to a new segment, a new part that we're going to have in every one of our episodes where Heather and I are going to give um, ourselves either a gold star or a demerit for the week. Um, and once again, got to give a shout out to my girl, Gretchen Rubin, because this is a direct, um, this is something that she does every week in her podcast. Uh, and we are going to give ourselves gold stars and demerits in regards to our list of 21 for 2021. And uh, I drew the short straw this week, so <laughs> I get a demerit. So I will let Heather go first. And on our even-numbered episodes, Heather is going to give herself a gold star. So, Heather, what would you like to give yourself a gold star for this week? Well, speaking of Charlie, since he did make himself known with his loud um, rustling (laughs) in the background, Charlie is my Cocker Spaniel dog, and he is nine years old, and he's the love of my life and my true companion. Um, And you know what? At some point, I will post a picture of Charlie for y'all because he's just he's worth posting a picture for he really is i'm i'm not even going to be offended that i'm not your <laughs> the love of your life and your soul companion but that's okay i'll be i'll be number two to charlie so um one of my 21 items is to walk him every day um it's good for me it's good for him it's not only good for me for the exercise the fresh air does me just as good because um with working inside all day and um you know i'm doing a lot of computer work i'm doing a lot of mind boggling work. Um, There's just a lot of energy, you know, focused on a screen all day. I get kind of hot and I can get irritated. I can get annoyed. I can, you know, get very tired and that fresh air. And I've been doing it in the dark and I like it. I like going for nighttime walks. Nobody's around. I feel just a sense of peace, a sense of calm. Um, and so many people still have their Christmas lights out and I'm loving it. So it's, I have, I have really enjoyed that. It has done my, obviously my physical health good. And it has done my, um, my mental health and my emotional health. Um, it's definitely helped in those areas. And then along with that, every Sunday I sit down and I look at the week ahead of me based on what I have going on. And I make out a plan for my physical, emotional, and mental and mental health and figure out what, okay, what's going to fit this week as far as exercise and what's going to fit um, as far as self-care and my mental health and what is, how am I going to take care of myself emotionally? You know, what kinds of things am I, am I going to insert into my day for fun? What kinds of things am I going to insert into my day for rest? And so I've been doing that faithfully and I just go about it very small. I look at very small changes to make within my week and grow from there. And it's really been working. So those are my gold stars. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my big demerit for the week um, is going to be an item on my 21 for 2021 list that I did not think was going to be that difficult. 
friend of mine, my friend Kayla had bought herself this really nice, I mean, you know, somebody gets something new, so it's new and shiny, right? So she uh, has this new and shiny um, water bottle that she uses and it, she makes sure that she gets her water drinking in for the day. So I thought, well, Kayla has one. I've got to have one. Right. So mm-hmm. of course I get on Amazon, order my new shiny, you know, gallon, uh, water bottle that I'm going to take around with me all day, every day. And all of a sudden one day I get a notification from Amazon that it's been delivered. Well, no, my shipment of toilet paper got delivered that day, but my <laughs> water bottle did not. And my water bottle never got delivered. So I, of course, went in and got my credit from Amazon. And I thought, well, that's just a sign from the universe, right? It's a sign from God. I don't need, I don't need this new shiny water bottle to make sure I drink a gallon of water every day. Spoiler alert, listeners. <laughs> I need that effing water bottle to make sure that I drink a bottle or a gallon of water every day. Sometimes so it's all about the little miserable. things. Uh-huh. Right? I've been failing miserably at it. Evidently, I am a... Uh, child about this and I need guidance. I can't do it on my own. So I will be ordering a new water bottle from Amazon this week to ensure that indeed I do drink a gallon of water a day. So that is my demerit for the week. Well, very good. But you have a plan, girl. You've got a plan. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a woman with a plan. Yes. All right, folks. That's it. That is season three, episode two. We talked about relationships. Next week, just a little hint, we're going to talk about Groundhog Day. So that's just a little spoiler. Um, Groundhog Day is actually coming up next week, so it's perfect timing. But we're going to talk about it as it relates to, you know, I don't know about you, but 2020 felt like Groundhog Day, whether it was spring, summer, winter, fall. It just, it just felt that way. So we're going to talk about do it. Do you know what I just realized? What? Do you, if we would have flip-flopped these episodes, our Groundhog's Day episode would have dropped on Groundhog uh, Day. We weren't thinking that through. But, you know, <laughs> maybe we'll have, maybe because of this, we will have a really good Groundhog story. Because we pre-record these, guys, you guys. We're not recording at 6 a.m. on every Tuesday. So, oh, so maybe we'll I have a it. really good Groundhog story. I I, I kind of doubt that Groundhog Day usually doesn't lend itself to a whole lot of activity and excitement, but who knows? Who knows? We'll pay attention. So, okay. With that, folks, we will see you next week. We're real. We're live. And we're women. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the, to the Naked, Naked Truth. Truth. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for new episode notifications as well as updates and random pieces of positivity to brighten your day. That's the Naked Truth Podcast on Facebook and at the Naked Truth Pod on Instagram. And shout out to Ewart Williams for our epic theme song and Michaela Shope for our top-notch cover art.